You are listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Review Podcast. We find little nuggets, treasures, valuable pieces of gold in the Joe Rogan Experience Podcast and pass them on to you, perhaps expand a little bit. We are not associated with Joe Rogan in any way. Think of us as the talking dead to Joe's walking dead. You're listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Review. What a bizarre thing we've created. Now with your host, Adam Thorne. This might either be the worst podcast or the best one of all time. One, go. Enjoy the show. All right, guys. Welcome to the JRE Review. You are sitting here with your co-host, Mr. Todd Heath, and your host, the one and only Adam Thorne, in the house, live and direct, if you were here in the building with us, but you're not. So you're going to be tuning in, and thank you. What a week. Dude. Dude. Anytime you get Neil deGrasse on... I love it. Is that how you say it, Degrassi? I think it's Degrass. Degrass Tyson. Tyson. But that's how I remember how to spell it. Total Ledge. Such a genius. He's so good. That yeah, obviously that was my fave. Also really liked Kurt. Kurt Metzger. Dude, he's brilliant. And then Derek Moore Plates. I mean, just having him on to discuss the whole Liver King debacle was brilliant. It's such a good week. Yes, but you don't have to just eat liver, guys. You could probably throw in some fruit in there. What well, were they? and according to the liver king, a bunch of steroids, as yeah. well, it turns out. There, there you go. Turns out. All right, Neil, what's he going on? Well, he's a legend of science and space, I would say. The Webb Telescope. How exciting. Yes. The I new... don't want to nerd out too hard, but you can't help it when you're listening to Neil because he's very sick. enthusiastic about the nerdiest stuff. Yeah. And it's kind of brilliant. Like, just his little breakdown of how that whole telescope works, getting super close to the sun, the way it opened up, and then just, it's like, I feel like he could make anything to do with the stars interesting to anybody. He's just that good. Because he's, well, he's just so pumped up about it. He loves it. But yeah, I agree, man. It is awesome. And seeing the size of that thing compared to the Hubble telescope is unreal. Yeah. It's like six times the size or four times the size. It's huge. Well, it's a hundred times better. hundred times better, but it wasn't it like six times bigger, mm-hmm. something like that. So it's six Greyhound buses instead of one. Yeah. It's but, it folds, of- but it folds into one Greyhound bus because it's still the same size going out right and then it just expands it does make you think like how long until we can get bigger um like rockets into space like if we get better at this that seems like the only limitation it's not like we can't make good telescopes like it it seems like we're really good at that already if we could get one of those giant ones up that are like on the top of mountains in those white domes i feel Uh, like we'd be seeing everything I mean, I feel like what we what we just sent up there has got to be as big as those fucking giant telescopes on top of a mountain, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't, it's huge. I don't really know. It's huge. Yeah, we can just see like we see all over. Adam tells all his girlfriends. It's huge. <laughs> uh, Hubble telescope. Yeah, the how cool is that? I mean, it went up in the eighties. We've been servicing it. It's kind of crazy. We haven't thrown another telescope up there since then. Well, a big one. Because we could keep upgrading and fixing that one. Kind of cool. And it was doing well. This one, though, we can't, according to Neil, we can't get out there and fix it. Right. Because it's too close to the sun or too far away. It's just too far away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's too far away. It was like a million miles. Dude, it's way too far. Which I don't understand how we do that, but cool. Radical. Smart people. Glad we can figure it out. Yeah. The. The, that praying mantis photo that they had, the hand of God, they were calling it, mm-hmm. with the infrared lighting, you could see through that gas cloud. I mean, that was unreal. Yeah, was, I don't really get what that even is. I know it's like all the gases. It's a star like being made, isn't it? It's like some planet being born. He was saying, but it's so massive. It's like the size of a galaxy. Yeah. Yep. Like just floating around he straight up yeah that was a photo of a planet and or a star being born i don't know if they can tell what what the difference is between a planet being born or a star being born i, I don't know i th- yeah i thought it wasn't a isn't a planet didn't it used to be a star i don't know how that works i think the stars are first they okay. blow up yeah and then all the planets get made it's crazy 
Dude. I mean, in the... How yeah. long How long now? Let's just throw a prediction out. How long before we find some aliens? It's I mean, we've already found them. Already yeah, but like properly, like just stare at them, know what planet they're on, see some lights. Hopefully soon. Let's give it a year. It's It just is so wild to me that we haven't found any with these telescopes. Yeah, and it's also wild to me that the ones we have found have somehow been kept in secret for so long. Yeah. <laughs> the ones we have. <laughs> so yeah, the new the new telescope, pretty damn cool. Um, yeah, the Big Bang. Talking about the Big Bang, just being a small part of a much larger whole, kind of crazy. You know, there's an infinity. There could be an infinity of universes. This could have already this this planet and this solar system could have already played itself out. We could have we could be living. I mean, I, I, dude, I was very interested in this whole uh, infinity of universes idea of like you and I could be having the same exact conversation on a different plane mm-hmm. in a different world. It, like exactly the same. The exact same thing, exact same time. Well, the weird. Or it the, could be happening in a different time. It could have already happened. Yeah. We don't, we don't know, but the math proves that it could have done. Could be happening, or could have already already happened, which I don't really understand. But if Neil deGrasse tells me that, then I'm going to believe him. I mean, yeah. And I've heard that before with the laws of physics. It's like, yeah, you can have one thing happening here, an atom moving around, and the same atom moving around in a different spot, right at the same time. Isn't that it with the law laws of physics? Yeah, I mean, it, infinite really means that. Not only has this exact thing happened before, yeah. but this exact thing happened before and you were wearing a green hat and I was wearing a red one. Right. Or I was you and you were me right. and the same thing happened. It's like, what does that even mean? Or Joe had the fro and DeGrasse was bald. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand it. That's basically it. That to me, though, and, you know, I'm saying this as someone that doesn't understand that anything close to the math behind any of it, all the physics. Yeah. That to me sounds like there's just some error in the equation that just sends it out into infinity, right? You're going to say that like I'm just saying eventually they'd be like, oh, yeah, that was just because we didn't quite loop this up and have the answer, but now we see kind of where it goes. How about the idea that the multi it could be a multiverse and like some other weird version of our planet or not not our planet our sorry our our universe right is like also happening somewhere else but the laws of physics are different. That was the most trippy thing that he said to me. Mm. It's like you could go somewhere and all of a sudden you just end up in a puddle of atoms on the ground cuz like you know you can't withstand whatever's on that planet it's just different. You couldn't exist. You there. couldn't exist there, so you just melt. Yeah, or I, who knows, dude? I don't know. CNN just had an article that I read recently where they made two black holes. I saw that you and sent like that sent to a me. message between them or something. They they basically made a wormhole. I look. You can't stop technology. Saying things like "I don't think we should explore AI" or "I don't think we should explore wormholes." N- no, someone's gonna do it. It's yeah, happening. We should do it. But sounds sounds a little scary. Well, I'm excited to read his book. I don't remember him telling us the name of the book, but he kept referencing it throughout mm-hmm. the pod. So that must be coming out soon. Yeah, it seemed like most of it was quotes, really clever quotes. He had a lot of good quotes, good chapters. The chapter about, he said he had a chapter about uh, vegans and... You know, he he brought up the idea of like, well, is a tree not living? Is a plant not living? If you're going to cut that down and eat it, how is that any different? Uh huh. That was interesting to me. Yeah, yeah. I've read one of his previous books, and it was it was really good. It was like he basically dumbed down astrophysics, kind of, with just cool stories. I love that. He's good at explaining really unexplainable shit. Mm-hmm. Which, thank God, the people exist like that. Yeah. Yeah, I loved how he was not paying any attention to Joe when Joe was trying to talk about Lex Friedman and coming on. I didn't get that fully. It's like 
either he was that busy looking up the quote, though it seemed unusual, or maybe he has like some feelings about who Lex is. I mean, he didn't really imply that he knew. He was like, no, I don't know who that is. I've never been on there. Hmm. And but it was just it was like an unusually kind of like I didn't drawn notice. out. I didn't notice the unusualness of that one. Huh. Well, yeah. Joe Joe kept looking at Jamie and yeah. saying, "I don't think he wants to go on Lexus, and I don't think he, I don't think he's interested." He's like, "No, no, no, I am. Thanks for letting me know." <laughs> well, maybe like they were talking about, they talked quite a bit about a lot of these physicists having, you know, being on the spectrum. He's, you know, he's a little socially awkward, maybe even with even with Joe, who he's pretty close to. Like they seem like they're homies. Mm. Maybe it could have been something like that. I don't know. Good point. Good point. I mean, Neil deGrasse was such a legend that he was one of the first really legit guests that Rogan had. So f- yeah. fair play to him for coming on so early on in the game, you know, when it was just such a fringe stoner podcast. I mean, I think that's awesome. And they've obviously built like a great friendship mm-hmm. and he's just one of the best guests to get on there. What did you think about the brain percentage issue? The brain percentage of what? Well, when they were talking about why we think we're the smartest, right? Uh, so they talked about like our brain size, yet dolphins' yes. brains are bigger, oh, whales right, right, right. are. Right, right. But then they were like, well, you know, it's in relation to the size of our body. Right. But then there's a bunch of other animals that actually beat us. So it kind of begs the question, like, what? Other than us being good at writing things down mm-hmm. and therefore passing knowledge on, mm-hmm. you know, because you could take a creature that could be smarter than a human. Like, just we're just talking their brain is, like, more intelligent. But every generation, they have to kind of basically figure everything out again. They're not really passing knowledge on. Other than, you know early childhood like how to hunt for an animal so you can eat mm-hmm. that's really what most other animals pass to their offspring right right they're not writing things down where the brains are more advanced there's no way they they could get ahead of us it's like we could be dumber but just good at writing things down it's like we have a manuscript every generation that yeah that i haven't thought about it that way well we were born into this world and we don't know how any of this shit works. Much smarter people than us build it before us. And we all we have to do is just add on a little bit each time. Yeah, and look, I mean, my kid is, like, using my phone and knows how to operate shit on my phone, and he's two. He like, mm. knows how to move stuff around. He can play videos on there. He, that's crazy. And he's, if that's he, all he knows from the start of his life, he has access to so much. Yeah. Who knows what that next generation? Could well, do. think about any time, any time he need he wants to talk to his grandparents. He can just, they just FaceTime. Imagine how cool that would have been when we were little. Yeah, that's sweet. Like I want to talk to grandma. Cool. You know, no one was calling their grandma to talk. You know what I mean? In the eighties, it's not like they were like, "Hey, talk to grandma real quick." No, no, not like they do now with FaceTime. Grandparents want to talk. Because they can see the kid, mm-hmm. it makes it way more. They they want to talk more because they can see the kid when they're talking to him. Yeah, you'd never put a two year old on the phone. No, be you gotta mess. see see what's going on. Be a mess, and the parents can be in the background just waving and doing other. Yeah, things, whatever. Keeping the conversation going. Yeah, or just yeah, just letting the kid do their thing while the parents actually get something done. Mm-hmm. Um, that yeah, the whole. The whole when they started talking about the spectrum and then the disorders and the brains and the what was it the face blindness thing they talked about which was crazy I'd never oh, heard of yeah, that that's wild I'd never heard of that they said Brad Pitt suffered from that nuts huh not being able to see people's faces but then the guy didn't they say they 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 talked with him years later and he was saying he would never not want that because. What did he say? Well, it like sparked all his research. Right. That's why he went into doing the type of academics that he did. Mm. You know, but that led into all the things they were talking about with the disabilities. What right. really is a disability? 
Right. And you know? because we've benefited from the variation of all of those random things that happen to people, mm-hmm. whether it's Asperger's or I don't think they call it Asperger's anymore. They call it just being on the spectrum. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, there's no way Einstein wasn't, it didn't have some sort of, wasn't on the spectrum, right? Uh, you'd imagine. If you're that smart. Yeah. You, if you're that smart you ha- and you can focus on something like, Figuring out the theory of relativity, there's no way that you have a normal brain. I mean, obviously you're a genius, but like, there's other things that have to come out of that. Like, was he socially awkward? I don't know. He didn't seem to be socially awkward. If you look at him in photos, and he used to teach classes and shit, so probably not. Well, a huge nerd for sure. Yeah, I mean, maybe he's an anomaly, but I mean, DeGrasse was saying how much of his colleagues just are probably on the spectrum, if not most. Well, there's like a focusing issue, I think, that comes with it. Mm-hmm. You know, they can be single-minded and just sit and work on problems rather right. than... Without Adderall. Yeah. Which then, would be sweet. Then getting distracted with regular stimulus. That just right. right there. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I mean, the they talked about Jim Abbott, who obviously pitched a no-hitter. I remember that dude who always carried his glove on his little on his little arm. That you know, because his hand was gone. Remember that dude? Probably not, because in you were from England or you're from England. But he was <laughs> I a, never always he was a sports. Yeah, he was a sports. Uh, He's a baseball player back in the eighties and nineties. But um, could he catch with that hand or no? No, he would. So he'd throw the ball and then he'd switch hands. He'd throw the ball and then he'd put the glove in his in his throwing hand. Oh no, because he, he only had one hand. Huh. So he'd hold it on his on his little like elbow. Right. You know, knobber. I don't know what you'd call that. I don't know how to be PC with that, but like his half arm, he would put his glove on there and then switch it. It's fucking sweet, dude. I mean, guy was an amazing pitcher, left-handed pitcher. I remember watching him when I was a kid. I remember thinking, holy shit. Like, this guy doesn't have an arm and he's a pitcher. Like, how does he fucking play baseball? Well, what did he say? Like, there's been 300 and something no hitters out of... Like yeah, not quarter many. of a million. Yeah, 300. He's one of 300 out of how many? He was so many. Like yeah. the stats are not even close to being in your favor. And and sorry to not know exactly what that means. I assume it means just no one could hit the ball. And no, it means you pitch, was... you, pitch, you pitch all strikes the entire game. No one hits the ball. A no hitter. You, it's a, yeah, you, no one hits the ball. You strike out every fucking, every person that comes to, to the plate. Jesus. Are you sure that's right? That's a no-hitter, yeah. Well, what would happen then if no one got any runs, but, uh, like, they hit it, but it, they were, like, foul balls? I think maybe a foul Does counts. That still count? I think a foul counts. Well, let, I'll look that up. Mm. Keep talking. I'll look it up because I'm, I'm curious now. Well, because we're going to get emails yeah. from baseball fans that are going to get mad at us. <laughs> and uh, But I kind of want to know. Yeah. I want to know. But that is pretty amazing. I heard there was a guy that did it on acid once, too. Did you hear about that? I Dude, yes. Who he, is that he, guy? He was the dude from the Padres. What the fuck was his name? I watched the movie. Vice or somebody did like a... Someone did a animated film about that. It's like a 15-minute film. I'm going to have to find that now, I'd like too. to know how much acid. It's so good. Was he it a microdose he, or no, was he, he tripping No, he was balls? tripping. He was tripping. Holy he was definitely tripping. That That would have been wild. He probably had no idea what was going on that whole time. I couldn't believe that Neil didn't really... Ellis. What was his name? Doc Ellis. Oh, that's a good name. Doc Ellis stated that he accomplished the feat under the influence of LSD. Accumulated a 138 over 119 record. Yeah, 1,136 strikeouts. Yeah, June 12th, 1970, pitched a no-hitter on acid. Jesus. Doesn't say how much acid, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, he probably wouldn't know. Uh, but it sounded like enough. Enough. I couldn't believe that um, Neil didn't want to go into space. Oh, he straight up admitted that he never pitched without the use of drugs. Hmm. Mm. Dying of a liver ailment. Anyway. Uh, Good for that guy. Sorry, what was that last? No, thing? no, just that that uh, Neil doesn't really care to go into space. He doesn't even feel like that's like space where they're going, like this mm. low Earth orbit shit. Just I feel outer like, Earth. That's just outer Earth, bro. Yeah, come on, <laughs> but chill out. You know what I mean? It's like that. That to me is like if you get up there ish, 
and you can kind of see all the stars and the darkness and like the curve of the earth and that's that's got to be worth a ride right oh totally maybe he thinks it's too dangerous Seems yeah he dangerous. i mean he doesn't want to do any drugs i like how i like how joe was trying to push him on taking some hallucinogens he was not having it no no um okay so during a, a no hitter there can be walks errors and hit by pitches Okay, you just can't score a run, though, right? You cannot get on base, basically, unless it was for a walk. So no one can hit the ball unless, like, a fu- hold on. Does it? But, say it, a but foul if you could have walks, couldn't they eventually make it all the way around and score a a run? Yeah, but I don't. Has that ever fucking happened? I don't know. You're gonna walk f- four people, and then one's just gonna walk in. No way. Oh, because he because the person that made it to that one base can't run to the others until if, somebody hits or gets walked again or hits. Yeah, that's so they're just point. gonna sit on first base the whole time. Yeah, probably fall asleep. All right. Well, now we know a little bit about that. All right. Let's talk about his proje- predictions before we stop. I didn't write them all down because he had a bunch, but. These are the predictions by 2050 that I thought mm. were interesting. Oh, that was some good ones. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, mental health will be cured by neuroscience by 2050. Yeah. Good luck. Mm, I think yeah. that one is is not going to be no, right. It's like, not going to happen. No. It's, it's going to take be, a long it's be worse. time to figure out the brain. Um, good luck if that comes true. Self-driving cars will replace all regular cars. I believe that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that one's good. Space travel will be pro- like paid for primarily by private tourism. Reasonable. Yeah, whatever. Virgin Airlines, let's go. Yeah, no doubt. And or just going up to, you know, private contractors just mining asteroids. Let's just hope we can figure out the fossil fuel dilemma by then. Yeah, well, we'll see. Um, cure to cancer with a serum. That'd be nice. Too much money in the drug industry, so highly doubtful. Okay, controversial. <laughs> and um, he had a bunch of those, but uh, they weren't really like appealing to me. Uh, chimps are white. Ooh, that was sick. Yeah, <laughs> that was tight. He finished with hairier with some good stuff, bigger ears. I mean, no black dudes walking around with chest hair coming out of the top of his shirt. Dude. Good point. My uncle, fuck that, dude. The motherfucker's got some hair coming out of his shirt. I definitely have a very white English uncle that is, you know, there's a good chance that's like 10% Neanderthal. Yeah. For sure. Yep. There you go. Yeah. He's definitely a gorilla. But I liked, I like what he was saying. I felt like it was important because, you know, it, it is. These anthropologists like did kind of focus things around how the public would want to hear it. Right. Or no, at least bullshit. how they thought. Yeah, it was bullshit. It's bullshit. Instead of really looking at it for how you could take a step back and describe it, which is better science or better, like, history of science, I guess. Well, at better science because you're focusing on truth. You're focusing on facts. Right. Science Instead is based of, on fact, hopefully. Hopefully. It needs Hasn't to be. Been. Needs to be. Yeah, it should be. <laughs> Not money. Take money out of the equation and we're focusing on facts here. Yeah. Chimps are hairy white motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> that have lice. <laughs> oh, Degrassi. Degrassi legend. Let's jump over to Derek from More Plates, More Dates. Can we get a last name on Derek? Oh, what is Derek? I couldn't name? find his last name. Doesn't it have Look it on the guy that? up. He's all over the internet. He doesn't like... He doesn't freaking tell us his last name oh well maybe he doesn't want to all right so i don't think i'd tell people my last name bro relax well you know i mean i can find you on the internet though with your last name oh okay uh let's see derek 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 nope doesn't say it on here well whatever derek derek for real this guy is very smart i like his channel it's interesting um, I loved it when he did the John Jones breakdown of the the um, you know PDs or steroids that he could have been on and the picometers and the tiny amounts and he's just he's uh, you know just a well-read intelligent individual when it comes to things like steroids lifting 
the the fight game, analyzing people. So the fact that he was the one that broke the story on the Liver King, no surprise. I didn't really know that he had such a journalistic research kind of base. Background, yeah. But, you know, he did it. And the Liver King has been trying to get on Rogan forever. Well, since he's started to blow up. He's been pushing hard. He's been trying to get on Rogan's radar. Rogan's been having none of it from day one. He good. didn't trust that guy for a second. He's got a bullshit meter. He knows. He has a good bullshit meter, I think. Totally. It's because he's a good human. And he's just, and he's probably because he's from Jersey. <laughs> yeah. There's just no, t- it's too cold up there. It's too cold up there. No, there's too many, too many people bull- want to fight you. Yeah. Dude, there's like- too many bullshitters there, dude. He's mm-hmm. like, go fuck yourself. Get out of here. He's like, I've seen this shit before. But fair play to him, right? Because. It, it does kind of come back to the fact that Rogan says, I don't get people on that I think, you know, can get me more listeners. and it, They're people totally. I want to talk to. That's... And the Liver King w- was trending and getting popular fast. Like, it would have been a show that a lot of people would listen to. Joe just didn't want to. He's like, I don't give a fuck about this. Well, I appreciate that about Rogan, and I will say... The people who give Joe Rogan shit because they don't they haven't listened to him and they just they just go by what they've seen or heard online, you know, when they think he's bringing in all these people who don't know what they're talking about. No, he's bringing in people that he is curious about, and he's bringing in people what at least from what I've seen since I've been helping with this show, people who have legitimate you know, I, let's not say science, but like he's brought in doctors in the past when he was getting all that shit about COVID, right? Mm-hmm. Those were legitimate doctors. The guy who made the test was on. Remember how much shit he got for that? The guy who made the the PC test or what was that called? The PR test. Yeah. The rapid test. <laughs> no, the mRNA got, vaccine. Yeah. And the mR, mRNA vaccine. It, okay. So that was two separate guys. You're right. Mm-hmm. The other dude would, made that the, the rapid test while he was on acid. I think so. Came up with the idea. That was a different dude. That guy's well, dead. Yeah, he wasn't on the show, but they no, talked he, about him. They talked about him. They, no, the guy who was on the show got um, kicked out of the Saul Institute in California by his colleagues for probably talking shit, right? I mean, probably anyway, telling a Telling lot of the truth. truth, right. Exactly. So Rogan wants to know the truth. That's what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. And he knows this guy's a bullshitter. Liver King is a just in it for the fame, it seems like, and the, to up his self-esteem a little bit. Well, but, I was talking to some guys at the gym this morning, right? And it came up. Like, we were, like, in the sauna. Yeah. I never, I overheard them talking about it. And they oh, were like, nice. oh, you hear about the liver king, blah, blah. And so I just kind of joined in because I knew yeah. that I was going to be discussing this later. So I was like, all right, let's get that feet. And they were like, yeah. I mean, it's just bullshit that he's on steroids. Like, steroids is such a cheat. And I, and I had to remind him. Guys, I don't think that that's what the issue was for Rogan. Yeah. What the issue was for Rogan is that he would lie about it. In, to people's faces, yeah. Yeah. It's like, hey, you, you're you going to do what you do. It's fine. But don't pretend that the only way you can do this is without this one big yeah. factor. That's super disingenuous. It's just lying. Right. It's not well, cool. It's and- going to be interesting to see how he continues... His message with this. Yeah, like how- I feel bad for his partner, Paul. That guy seems like a cool dude. and I'm, I don't know him. I shouldn't say that. He, he seems like he's a nice guy. He seems like he's way smarter than his oh, business partner, uh, Paul. Paladino. Paladino. He is legit, dude. Yeah, he's seems definitely legit. Some, he's someone to follow. He's right. someone to listen to. Right. He's really genuine and knows his stuff. And I think he just got caught up in something that he was like, eh. Yeah. I don't know. Should have drug tested his partner. I love I love when Rogan said that. Yeah, I'd drug test him. Well, that's what Rogan would have done. <laughs> Rogan wouldn't have stood for that. Uh, I watched, uh, when I was doing research on who this Derek guy was, when I was trying to figure out his last name, I uh, I saw his response on Chris Williamson's podcast, and it was good. It was better than the... Because they didn't talk much about it. They put the Liver King's response on Rogan. They didn't say much about it. Right. They kind of played through it. They didn't even play through the whole thing. On, Wi- on Williamson's pod, they go into it more. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was good. Um, but it was just, it was ridiculous because this guy's talking about self-esteem and, you know, 
people killing themselves over, you know, not having self-esteem and this and that. And he's doing the opposite thing. He's basically lying to these kids to tell them they can do this thing to make them feel better, but it's a fucking lie. So the guy, the guy's a pretty big hypocrite in my mind. Well, what just sucks about that? It's too bad because he does seem like he does want to help. I mean, clearly he's going through his own mental health issues. Well, the worst part is he probably was helping a lot of people. He was really forcing it, right? But he could have taken the message a different way. He could have said, hey, I have body dysmorphia and self-esteem issues. So I started with steroids. I still do that. But also this way of eating is really good. I feel like he could have gained as much. He just hedged his bets and did it dishonestly. And he's really let a lot of people down. He had a goal. And it's really not cool. Well, and the fact that he, in the video, did say it's almost like he's justifying, like the core, you know, what he did. ends justify the means. Like, yep. it's okay that I lied because I. it was so important that I helped these people that were going to kill themselves. That's not a cool angle. If you're going to do an apology video, you've just got to apologize. Yeah, you don't blame it on the reason why you were doing it. You, the reason why he was doing it is to get likes. Let's be honest. You could see right through that. Well, take Joe's apology video yeah. when they did the compilation of the N-word. Yeah. He didn't come out and say, the only reason I did that is because no. my audience loves it. And it was funny at the time. And that wasn't how he did it. He just apologized. Yeah. He just said, yeah, I fucked up. That was not cool. Kept it simple. I mean, that's yeah. reasonable. Yeah, I mean, it's just an honest apology. It's it's manning up in a, in the correct way. I think so. Well, I, it was a better the version integ- of an there's apology. In, there's there's just say. more integrity there, mm. and you know, being more humble, not trying to blame. Anytime you apologize and blame someone else is not a real apology. Yeah, even if you like, even if you're working around the blame. You know, you're just kind of like circling the drain with the way that you're saying this. It's like, bro, you're going down it. Like, I don't know what to... Yeah. I can't tell you, though, how many friends or people I know that would just straight up with me like, no, dude, this guy's not on it. He says, I believe Mm. him. Well, he was a good liar. Dude, just look at his body. Yeah, I mean, I don't understand it. The guy's walking around with his shirt off and looking like fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger back in the 80s. (laughs) I mean, Jesus Christ. We all know fucking Arnie was on some pills. I think he should fight uh, Jake Paul. Mm, Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, that might be the way that he, you know, (laughs) works through this. Well, he's going to need a magnesium salt bath afterwards. I mean, Andrew Tate's doing it. Got canceled from everything on social media, mm-hmm. and now he's fighting Jake Paul. Good. Why not throw the Liver King in next? I don't know. Love it. Yeah. Look, the guy, I, like I said before, I feel bad for his business partner, Paul. I, I'm curious to see what happens with those two. What did you think about him, you know, Rogan, in a sense, kind of calling out The Rock a little bit? I mean, good for him, man. I mean, he knows The Rock. We know The Rock's doing this. You know, the, roids, and the Rock, right? the Rock uh, appreciates Rogan. Was going to come on until the, you know, the spliced together N word video, and uh, then he kind of pulled away, and which I thought was lame for The Rock. Honestly. Well, look, here's the thing with The Rock, though. He's a, he's such a celebrity. He cannot do anything to tarnish his contracts with fucking Disney and the million other sure. people. You get, you kind of can't give him shit for that. I respect. I understand that, and they did talk about that a lot. It's That's like, the reason why. It's not because he didn't want to go talk to Joe. It's not like Hemsworth could come out and go on Rogan. There's a reason some of these guys yeah. don't go on. Yeah, they don't. They don't want to. They don't need to go on. No, number they don't one. Need to. They, it's like it's too much of a game with the with the movie industry. You're not going to fuck that up by by coming on. You wait until you get kicked out of the movie industry, like uh, like. What's her name that was on? The woman who was on months ago, the fighter. Oh, Gina Carano. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got to wait till you do something dumb, fuck up all your contracts, then you come on road. Yeah. <laughs> and then try and make a plea for yourself. Yeah. I swear I love the Jews. I didn't mean it. It's such a shame, though. I feel like, I feel like honesty wins out, even if there is a bit of a... Of something course ba- it does. But I guess, I guess you just can't. Not like, in the movie kids, industry. You can't just be like, hey, I had to do this thing that was illegal 
and really frowned upon in order to get this role? I mean, look, it, every single biker, what is it, like 80% of people in the Tour de France were taking the same shit that uh, Lance was, that doing, Lance was yeah. doing. I mean, hate to say it, guys. Everyone's doing it. If you're going to be at that level, hate to say it. Not everybody, but there's a very slim amount. We, we're going to go back to Degrassi and talk about statistics here. St- statistically, you don't think most people are doing that shit, whether it's growth hormone, steroids. When it comes to being at the top of their game, for those guys, they're, they're, they have to look that way. Hensworth, Hensworth has to look that way if he wants to be Thor again. Yeah. You can't be like a so, flabby, skinny like, floor. Let me ask Thor? you this. If you're going to take steroids, with, okay, hey, Adam, I'm going to give you this contract for $20 million to be in the next Thor movie. Mm-hmm. All you got to do is take steroids for two months. You're going to say no? You had no shit. I'm in. Done. I'll do I, it for 20 I, grand. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> yes, please. Give me the roids. And would I talk about that? Fuck no. No, dude, that shit was natural. Look at me. I just jacked up fucking... 50 pounds of muscle on Yeah, me. I just worked out a lot because yeah. I'm Every so day. dedicated. All I did was eat liver. To my... to my. Um, I mean, you still got to work out a lot. I, I don't will, think it just happens. Rogan says this a lot, but not dwelling on failure and shortcomings. He, he, he talks about hanging out with the right people and the friendships that he's had. He's obviously been a good friend. But I liked not the, the part about not dwelling on shortcomings because I do that. I do that a lot. You know how could this go, how could this have gone better? You know, even that after that party on Friday, we threw a huge party, sold out the crowd. The crowd was a sold out crowd. Mm-hmm. I'm still thinking back. What did we do wrong? Why can't I just celebrate the good the good parts and the good things? I well, don't but know. It, but it, Rogan does that too, man. He says he's his own worst critic. Me too. And uh, you know, as long as it doesn't haunt you, keep you up at night, and stop right. you from pushing forward and actually doing it better, I think there's an element to that. That's true. There's you know, an you element. Don't, you don't want to be phoning in your successes, right? It's like the next Adam Sandler movie. No offense, Adam Sandler. I love you. I think you're hilarious. But he is hilarious. he's been phoning in some movies for Bro, a while. He's got to get that dough. He's got to yeah, chase that could, pape. You could still make that the movie good. That Jules movie he did was the last movie that I liked by him. He's done some good ones. What I can't remember the name of it. They've talked about it on on Rogan before. Was was Where that he the was gambling? gambler? He was the gambler. Now those Great ones that film. he do, he did like Spanglish as well. When he gets those serious ones, they're actually really good. But yeah. But what's the one where he hangs out with all the comedians, like Chris Rock's in it, and they're fucking like at a like, water park together. Oh, I don't oh, know that so one. Cheesy. There was one where he was a dad, just like his kid was getting married. That that movie was horrible. There's some cheese. All I'm saying, look, not that, to pick on him, but like yeah. you could phone it in too, right? Yeah. So being critical is okay, but it's things like the externals, I think, is what he's hammering down. Like, don't read the reviews. Yeah. You know, don't do that. Don't just go down that route. Yeah, don't dwell on getting your ass kicked in high school and letting it ruin your life. Yeah, that's a good point. That's difficult, though. That's a baggage. <laughs> that's a bad one. That's a baggage, bro. <laughs> I have some baggage. Uh, I'm going to England tomorrow. Yeah. And I haven't lived there for a very long time. I just visit every year. Every time I go back, most of the like memories that pop up are like when I was real young. And mm. all those weird type thoughts mm-hmm. sink in, mm-hmm. right? There's like the street that someone beat me up on. On the way home from school that I see, and it's like all of that kind of creeps in. That's hard to get out of your system, dude. Yeah, give him give him some respect. It could, yeah, it could have happened in several multiverses, bro. Or, or <laughs> I like to think in some of those multiverses, I didn't get my ass. You maybe kicked their ass. Yeah, I'd like to believe it, but <laughs> I don't know. I think there was just more of those that I got beat up. To be honest. All right, let's jump over to the legend that is Kurt. Metzger. Or, if you watch Carl Dunnigan, then Kerp. Brilliant brilliant writer, dude. Dude, So funny. He had some great moments on this, too. He fucking cracks me up. And if you're not already following um, Carl Dunnigan's uh, YouTube... Kyle Kyle Dunnigan. uh, What did I say? You said Carl. Oh, I meant Kyle. It's Kyle. Yeah. Good dude. 
fucking hilarious. Mm. Go, like, go ahead with your thought, though. Yeah, if yeah, you're not following. If you're not already following him, get on it. I mean, the stuff that he does with, with Sylvester Stallone. The faces. And then Kerp lives downstairs. Oh, and, God. oh, just all of the face-swapping stuff. The face-swapping shit with the, with the Kardashians is I, my favorite, dude. I don't know if they're already doing live shows where they have all that set up already. I think that they are, or they've tried it. Like they show a big screen and yeah. he's like behind the screen. And he, Funny. he just does it and goes for it. I mean, recently they had Seinfeld on. And they talked about it at the end. That whole episode is brilliant. The fact I haven't that seen it. the fact that Seinfeld, the legend, he yeah. doesn't need to do that shit. Went on this silly YouTube show. I mean, quote unquote silly. It's not but silly. It's, it's brilliant. But you know, just funny. To you could imagine that to him and his standard of comedy and who he is and like the clean comedian. Like, yeah. I guess he's doing a movie with Kyle, and then oh, was no like. Shit. Yeah, you know what? I'll come on your show. So he's talking to Sylvester Stallone, and they got to make, they got to, he has to guess his lines in old Seinfeld and old shows that he did in order to feed this kid. Like, this kid <laughs> wins a Thanksgiving meal. It's just brilliant. That's an actual movie coming out, or that no, was no, the no, skit? That's, that that's was the, the skit, skit on okay, okay, YouTube. Okay. It's so good, dude. I'll send it to you later. Nice. It's it's just that. brilliant. Well, I my one of my notes that I tagged here right at the beginning is that ticket quotas are a myth with cops, which I don't believe because any cop that got fired is the one coming out and saying to people that they that ticket quotas are actually real. Dude, like they're, you ha- they're probably real. So yeah, there's that. Um the Michael Rupert thing, I had never seen that movie that is it Chaos? What is the name of that movie? Or it was the movie about him coming out. He was a, he used to be a friend of Rogan's. Oh, was it uh, Collapse? Collapse. Okay, that's right. Was it no, it's Collapse. Or collateral? No, it's Collapse. I actually collapse. watched it too. I forgot. And what it, it's called. talking about the CIA and the contraband and then Rick Ross. They get into Rick Ross too, right? About mm-hmm. you know the CIA funneling all this crack into South Central LA. I definitely believe all of that. Dude. There was another cop who got killed. I can't remember his name. He came out. He had a six stash back in the 80s. Something, I'm going to fuck up his name. Gary, I think it's Gary Webb. I'm going to check it out. But okay. I don't know how that just came into my brain. Well, I watched Collapse, right? That night I went home and I think it was like three bucks or maybe Amazon. And yeah, it's what they said. He just sits there chain smoking but kind of breaks down like the p- uh, petroleum industry, like how really how the world is run, the banking systems, all the rest of it. It's, I don't know how much of it to believe, but if you like to relax in the evening and maybe smoke a joint or do some edibles and just kind of go down a rabbit hole of kind of fun thinking, I definitely recommend this. I can't believe that I hadn't watched it up until now. And I think they ended saying that he did kill himself and it wasn't really like that suspicious circumstances meaning that probably when people do go down those types of rabbit holes it does send you into a weird depression wait are you talking about gary no michael he killed himself oh shit well uh, okay well i don't know enough about that story but i know gary webb apparently killed himself but i i don't know if i believe it but it's where they're talking about he was a investigative reporter talking about the same stuff that was in the film mm-hmm. about how the CIA was funneling all of this cocaine and then turning it into crack, funneling it over to Rick Ross, who was then selling it. And then that was paying for the war down in Nicaragua. And also, in you know, there it wasn't just Nicaragua. It was all over South America Dude, at the time. Dude, f- what a fucked up situation. Yeah. Anyways, uh... Yeah, the Army's financiers who met with CIA agents before and during the time they were selling the drugs in L.A. delivered cut-rate cocaine to the gangs through a young South Central crack dealer named Ricky Donald Ross. Unaware of his supplier's military and political connections, Freeway Rick, a dope dealer of mythic proportions in the L.A. drug world, world, turned the cocaine powder into crack and wholesaled it to gangs across the country. The cash Ross paid for the cocaine court records showed was then used to buy weapons and equipment for a guerrilla army named the Fuerza Democrática Nicaragüense, or FDN, the largest of several anti-communists commonly called the Contras. 
This dude. is fact, as far as I know. Anyway, um, crazy. Yeah, that that shit freaks me out, bro. I mean, it's. I don't even know like what to think of that sort of stuff when you hear it. Is it like business as usual? Get on with your life, just keep going, or or then what? I mean, and in a weird way, it doesn't really seem to discredit these agencies, right? It's like, well, that was the, you know, the CIA in the 70s, or that was the CIA in the 50s, or this is the CIA in the 80s. That's how they operate. That's how they do it. Look, if they figure out a way to get free money, which is basically what that was, right? To, because they, you know, they're, they're trying to get weapons down to these people so that we don't go to war down there. We're still funding the war. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. I mean, I, we could go down that rabbit hole for a while, but I, yeah. But I wonder, They've been doing like, this shit for, centru- for fucking decades. But how is there not a major oversight committee for this? For, like, all well, these different departments? Bro, was it? What is that? The Supreme Court is really what it is? And then it has to be a lawsuit that gets there? The only, the only documents they give you are so blacked out that there's, like, just the date and one name on there. Well, I think nowadays it's a lot easier because you just drone strike those motherfuckers and then that's what they, they you know, it's like the means to the end, right? Mm. It's like there's a means to the end. They have, they figure that one thing, do the thing that they're doing is more just than the other thing that they're doing, right? Yeah. Well, they talked about entrapment, right? And Joe brings it up all the time, that guy that was like pulled in, young kid, make a bomb. And it was all fake, and the FBI arrested right. him with the and drone. Yeah, yeah, it's like total. No, 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 he was. Was it a drone or just like or a was bomb? Was it a bomb? But there was kids around. Something, but the bomb wasn't real, and yeah. it was just total entrapment. And then it goes back to the military. What was that? The gay bomb that they said they were trying to make. I don't remember that. Yeah, they said they tried to make a gay bomb. So to kill, you could imagine the U.S. Pe- military. Homosexuals? No, no, no. no. What are you turn, talking about, gay bomb? It was to turn people gay. Oh. To turn people gay. I don't have that one in my notes. Oh, yeah. The, the gay bomb was a thing. The The notes I had was from Degrassi, which was talked in about in, 19, in the 80s. They had to take out of the encyclopedia that homosexuality was a mental disorder. Did you Do you remember hearing that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, I re- that's yeah. the only thing I no, remember. No, no, they, they tried that. I mean, you could imagine the U.S. government tried all sorts of things. Well, of right? course they did. The military, at least. Well, all that shit, they, I mean, they went into the all that stuff with Manson and that, oh, that was the other book I was thinking of, Chaos. Right. That was the other book that, that Rogan's uh, been talking about for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, some of these I don't even want to read. No, I feel like they're just going to freak me out. Mad. I mean, the Jackie Gleason thing, that was huge. Talking about Gleason going on a drunken plane ride with Nixon Ooh, to yeah, go, go see there. the freaking let's, aliens. Let's finish dude. up with that. <laughs> I want to believe that dude, was real so bad. So bad. So bad. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, though. I have one other thing I want to talk about Kevin Leary, and we'll finish with Gleason. Okay. So was Kevin? is Kevin Leary been pushing FTX? It's FTX, right? Or is it ETX? I don't know. So O'Leary's a Shark Tank guy. Yeah. I think that he was... He, I he should was probably, pushing it too? I should probably look this up. I know Tom Brady was. Bad move. But um, let's be honest. What did Brady really know about crypto? He oh, he doesn't know shit, but O'Leary knows enough. O'Leary's a smart motherfucker. He's a shark. He's mm-hmm. from Shark Tank. He should have known. Look it up. We got some time. Hang in there with us. Yeah, fellas. but yeah, talk, no, no, talk about. Uh, I'll look it up while you talk about the the Jackie Gleason thing because that's a story that I've heard in the past that is so interesting. I mean, to me, it sounds like such a boys' club, right? Yeah. So this is before the internet, before like the media is really, you know, hammering presidents on everything they did. So those presidents, you know, around the time of like JFK, Nixon, all that, they kind of just got away with whatever the fuck they wanted. They could yeah. do whatever they want. And they maybe they were just having some drinks, and he wanted to, like, I guess the expression is, I, I don't know what you call it, Billy Big Balls it big time. He wanted to look cool, which is such a Nixon thing to do. Seriously. Bro, let me show you something, well, bro. Well, probably a lot of presidents did this. I would probably have done it back then. Like, hey, 
Let me show you something that'll blow your mind. I tell Took you what, if you there. didn't, I'd be fucking pissed. If you didn't tell me that you knew where aliens were, yeah, I get it. And then he comes back <laughs> white-faced, <laughs> and there he is, he just talk, trying to make sense. Couldn't talk for months, freaking out. And then his wife apparently came out with the story. She was the only other person he ever told. Yeah. But it but went this, into like a fucking tabloid. You no, know, it was, it was so. Esquire, and then but then they claim it wasn't Esquire. So then they claim it was the Inquirer, the National Inquirer. Mm. Yeah, I didn't I didn't look into that one, but it sounded interesting, and also would be so cool if it was real. Don't know, but uh, I did find here that O'Leary. Uh, I'm sure most of you guys know him as a, a Mr. Wonderful from Shark Tank. Uh, was an investor. Well, Ant's still an investor. I don't know what that means now. He's not investing any more money into FTX. We know that much. Yeah, no doubt. Took a similar position. I Tweeting, I lost millions as an investor in FTX and got sandblasted as a paid spokesperson for the firm. But after listening to that interview, I'm in the Bill Aikman camp about the kid. I'm not sure what the Bill Aikman camp's all about. Not sure well, probably means. the it's all bullshit. Oh, because he knew it was because he knew, yeah, or Bill Ackman. Sorry, he knew Ackman. He knew that the that the guy was a piece of shit. Is that what he means? Probably. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So he was an investor. He said he's saying a day ago on Yahoo Finance, "I'm going to get my money back." <laughs> yeah. Good luck. <laughs> you don't need any more ke- money, Kevin. Yeah. You're fine. Also, you, you made fucked a, up. you made a dumb decision, dude. Yeah. That. That guy would have gotten fucking kicked off a shark tank so fast. Ridiculous. Well, guys, thank you, as always, for joining us this week. What a good week of pods. If you haven't heard those, get in, get them down. Uh, If you, you know, don't like Liver King, definitely check out Derek's, and the rest are awesome. Thank you so much. Next week, we will be coming at you from, well, partially from England, because I'm going to be over there. England and Montana. There we go. All right. See you next week, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Peace.